Hello and welcome to Adam Analyzes. My name is Adam and I'll be your host. 2021 has brought some bad news, or at least bad news to me, mostly because it destroys a piece of my childhood. Originally, this week's episode was supposed to be something else. However, with the announcement that arrived today, today is Wednesday, January 6th, the big announcement today was that Midwest-based Family Video, which is a rental store, they announced that they are closing all of their stores. It's kind of sad because obviously this is the final blow, I would say, to rental stores in general. I know there are still some scattered across the country where they're independently owned and such, But Family Video was truly the last of the big name rental stores. I did not get to rent from one of them. However, I did get to step foot in one of them last year in Indiana. It was truly a experience. It was one of those things that it brought back many memories from being in rental stores in general when I was growing up. I'm from Pennsylvania originally, so we had quite a few rental stores to choose from. The ones that I rented from were West Coast Video, which was my primary. I rented from there all the time, mostly because they were within walking distance. It was less than a half a mile from my house. So it made it super easy when I was snowed in and had a week off or maybe even two weeks off from school. I went and would rent videos all the time. I would wear my starter jacket, my Eagle starter jacket that had the big pocket in the front. I would use that to carry no less than five VHS tapes, which was quite the feat to fit them all in that pocket. Eventually, we wound up getting a Blockbuster in Reading, Pennsylvania. We also got a A to Z video, which was another smaller rental place. Again, another one within walking distance, so I would rent from there quite a bit. We also had Hollywood Video. Hollywood Video came much later. I don't think Hollywood Video would have ever assumed that the rental business would have crashed because they opened up this... Hollywood video I think in like 95 or 96. Pretty late to open up a rental store but they were still popular at that time so why not? The rental store was kind of a magical place to me when I was a kid because I felt like I had all of the movies ready to go at my fingertips even though that wasn't exactly true. You had to make that trip out to the rental store. It doesn't matter. Seeing all the different movies and being exposed to maybe different horror films or comedies that I never knew existed, it was a great feeling. This one here, this week's episode, is probably going to be the first of a two-part series because with the second part, I'm going to tackle the documentary that just came out not too long ago called The Last Blockbuster, which is about the actual last blockbuster in existence, which is located in Bend, Oregon. So this one here is a little bit of a teaser for what's to come next week. I can't wait to actually dive into that documentary. I have not watched it yet, but I'm expecting great things. I'm expecting it to bring back a lot of memories as I have spent a lot of time in Blockbuster in my life. There was many times where I would go to Blockbuster when we kind of moved away from West Coast Video because Blockbuster had more new releases than what West Coast generally would have. They also appeared to have a better selection, even though West Coast Video for me had more of a obscure collection of movies for rent. Sadly, a lot of those obscure movies may be lost to time. 
And I say that because there's a lot of movies that have never made their way to DVD and Blu-ray. For as much as things have not made their way to Blu-ray, there's a lot of movies that haven't even made their way to DVD. Those VHS films that may be cheap and dirty productions, they're probably never going to be ported over. Thankfully, we do have some of the smaller companies, the boutique labels as they've been called, they do try to keep things going as far as the preservation of these lost films. I don't know if they would ever be able to get all of them. I think it would be near impossible to actually release everything, but they are trying their best. And I think that it's really sad that if you don't have that rental store, all of those VHS tapes and movies that have not been ported over, they're just gonna be lost. A reason for rental stores to actually stick around is because hey if you rented that film and you didn't like it chances are you were actually going to keep watching it i know i would because hey i paid for it and i have this movie for a couple days so why wouldn't i watch it nowadays if you have streaming you have your netflix or whatever you use you're probably not going to give the movie the chance that it might have deserved or I personally think that if a movie is made, it probably deserves to be watched. Whether it's good, bad, trash, whatever, you showed that you may have had an interest in said film, so you probably should just watch it. It was easier to actually do that back in the day because we didn't have as many instant options available at our fingertips. So why did I spend a lot of time at Blockbuster? For one, we rented a lot of videos and video games when I was a kid. But there was many times where there was new releases that I wanted to see. They weren't available because everybody rented them out. So my mom and I would generally wait there on a Saturday night from like maybe four or five in the afternoon to as late as like eight or nine simply waiting for that movie to come in. You'll never know what it's like to wait for that new release. One of them that I'm remembering is actually Weekend at Bernie's 2, a bad movie that I actually like. But yes, we waited like an hour or two for that film. Ridiculous? Yeah, I can't see doing that now. However, back in the day, it's something that we did. Before I go too far into my stories and stuff from rental places, which I may recap a little bit next week when I talk about the last Blockbuster documentary, I just really want to say thank you to Family Video for keeping it going as long as what it did. They didn't have to. I'm going to guess that business suffered a lot within the last couple years as streaming has become more and more relevant in our lives. We've gotten spoiled as far as the streaming goes. It's very spoiling. I love it, but in the, in the absence of a video store, I would much rather have a video store back. The rental stores were great places. It's one of those things that I'll never get them back. It'll never give me the opportunity again to probably watch a movie because as much as I said that back in the day when we rented a film, we would sit there and watch it anyway. Well, now if the movie sucks or the TV show sucks, whatever I'm watching, I'll just shut it off and I'll watch something else. I don't even give it that chance. So I'm sort of hypocritical in a way of even myself here. Thank you to places like Family Video. You'll never be forgotten. 
at least from me and people that grew up with rental stores. You may also be wondering, what episode did I have planned for this week that got put on the back burner because of this announcement? And that's the film The Wizard. I will be tackling that probably within the next couple weeks. If you guys remember that film, it's actually another one that I kind of hold in a special place. It's not a good movie, but it's one that I do like and I still like it. Next week's episode of course is going to be the part two of this. It's going to be tackling the documentary The Last Blockbuster which I already stated but if you weren't paying attention there you go. So tune in next week. Be kind rewind so to speak. I don't know if that makes sense here or not but hey I wanted to use it anyway. So I guess rewind yourself back here next week. Eh, Maybe that'll stick. I don't know, but I'm going to close out this week's episode. As a reminder, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Adam underscore analyzes. Also, if you need to catch up on past episodes, you can do so at adamanalyzes.com. If you don't do the whole social media thing and would like to reach me, you can drop me an email at adamanalyzespodcast at gmail.com. If you do have a free moment, I would greatly appreciate it if you leave a five-star rating at the podcast listening platform of your choice. It'll allow me to continue making new episodes and reach new listeners. Plus, I simply love the digital hugs. But with that being said, be kind and good night.